Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. All across this country, police officers are leaving big city police departments, and they're either retiring from their careers or they're transferring to smaller departments and taking big pay cuts to do so. And they're doing this for several reasons. Number one, they don't feel safe doing what is inherently a dangerous job and really is being made more dangerous with the current atmosphere. Number two, they are not given the tools they need to do their jobs. In fact, many cities we've seen recently are doing away with tear gas and and uh, some of the different tools that they've had to control rioters and uh, keep themselves safe. Uh, they just don't have those options any longer. And number three, they are not supported by their leadership. A great example, as, as you know, many of you know, this podcast originates from the Pacific Northwest near Portland. And the mayor of Portland is a guy by the name of Ted Wheeler. <laughs> he is a terrible mayor. But anyway, beyond that, Ted Wheeler is actively targeting those police, those Portland police officers that are complaining about their jobs. He's literally targeting them for removal. And uh, if, if there's anything said, if there's uh, some indication that they're um, you know, unhappy with, uh, with their work conditions or whatever the case may be, what, he's, what, what is happening is they, those names are going to internal affairs and investigations are being started on those police officers. And so what we're seeing in at least the Portland area, and I know in other areas as well, uh, we, we've seen the same thing, if not to a greater degree in Seattle. And, and again, all uh, major cities, for the most part, we have seen these police officers uh, retiring, uh, moving to maybe smaller towns um, where at least they don't have to put up with some of the leadership that uh, surrounds these big cities. Now, this is unadulterated bullying of whistleblowers. When we see mayors like Ted Wheeler and others that are targeting police officers like this, this is unadulterated bullying of these whistleblowers. And when I say even whistleblowers, we're talking about people who are just simply saying, you know what, there's something wrong here. There is something that is taking place. I mean, th these are these are individuals, these are police officers who uh, on their exit interviews are just uh, absolutely fed up with their conditions. Uh, just not not uh, satisfactory whatsoever, uh, particularly in a type type of job that a police officer does. And this is happening all over, even federal, state, local governments. We're seeing the same type of thing of bullying of these uh, whistleblowers. So another another disturbing trend is that our military is being used for social experimentation. President Biden has ordered the Pentagon, for instance, to provide sex change operations to some active duty transgender service members if a military doctor decides that surgery is required to treat the individual's gender dysphoria. <laughs> I mean, as of April 30th, 
the Pentagon changed its Trump era policies. Among the provisions, the military will now provide service members a process by which they may transfer gender while serving. So if you go into the military, you can have this surgery done. If you have this dys- dysphoria condition, gender dysphoria, and, and you can have a sex change operation, which is going to, of course, take you you know, out of the military service for a number of months, and, and they're going to pay for it. A, it also um, provides for a ser- service member uh, that may not want to be um, involuntarily discharged or denied um, reenlistment solely based off of the gender I- his gender identity. So he can identify as whatever, and the military cannot do anything about it. Uh, procedures will be developed for uh, changing a service member's gender marker, and the Defense uh, Health Agency will develop clinical practice guidelines to support the medical treatment of service members diagnosed with this gender dysphoria. So, the military has one job, and that and and there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, this is even constitutional. The military has one job. The military, um, they're they're highly trained individuals that are to protect us particularly from foreign powers. You want them to be able to focus on their specific jobs without distraction. They, they, they have to have trust in their cohorts next to them and, and have no doubt that they can do their jobs. If there is a weak link, then people die. And, and you have to be able to depend on the guy to your back. And, and you have to be able to, to know exactly where they're at what they're capable of, what they're not capable of, and be able to trust those individuals to do what they're trained to do. But instead, people that know nothing about the military are using the service to conduct social experiments. So that brings me to our uh, article that I wanted to highlight here for you. And it says this, it says, Space Force officers received uh, of post after denouncing uh, or I'm sorry, relieved of his post after denouncing Marxist ideology and critical race theory in the military. And this is uh, a report from the Washington Examiner, May 15th. So just the other day states a commander in the United States Space Force was apparently relieved from his post after appearing on a podcast to promote his book. It wasn't this podcast, unfortunately, though <laughs> it would have been nice. Which uh, this, this book, which uh, asserts a neo-Marxist agenda, is transforming military culture and policy. So that's what the book is about. Uh, Lieutenant General Stephen Whiting, Space Operations Command, uh, Commander, relieved Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lomir of of command of the 11th Space Warning Squadron, uh, Buckley Air Force Base in Colorado, on May 14th. Due to a loss of trust, get this, this is why he was relieved, due to a loss of trust and confidence in his ability to lead, unquote. The Space Force uh, said uh, to the Washington Examiner, this is exactly why he was relieved. Um, quote, this decision was based on public comments made by Lieutenant Colonel Lomir in a recent podcast. Lieutenant General Whiting uh, has 
uh, initiated a command-directed investigation, or they call it a CDI, um, on whether these comments contributed um, prohibited partisan politic activity. Okay, so let, let's get into what happened here and what the uh, military uh, says is okay and what it's not okay. Uh, Lumiere self-published an uh, in, in Irresistible Revolution book, and that's what he called it, Irresistible Revolution, uh, Re- Revolution, Marxism's Goal and Conquest and the Unmarking of the American Military, and, he, and, it, and it self-published this week. The book, according to the description, explores the impact of a neo-Marxist agenda and the manner in which the Black Lives Matter movement, anti-racism, postmodernism, and political correctness affect the national security of the United States. Now, I have to tell you, this book sounds sounds like a really interesting read. I don't know, maybe for some, but I mean, here's here's a book that he's saying, what what do these things, these the Black Lives Matter movement, the anti-racism uh, racism, uh, movement, the postmodernism, uh, political correctness, how, how are these having an effect on national security of the United States? Well, Lomir said that he had informed his superiors, because this is important, he had informed his superiors, uh, public affairs staff, and lawyers for the military about the book prior to the publication. So this wasn't just something he snuck in here uh, or tried to, you know, do an end around. He actually informed his superiors and public affairs staff and lawyers for the military that he was going to publish this book, but it was not uh, subject to a pre-publication review. They said, Hey, we don't need to review this. You're fine. Go ahead, go publish it. All right. So that's what happened. Department of defense directive 1344.10 prohibits active duty personnel from engaging in, quote, get this, partisan uh, political activities, unquote. All right. So it prohibits people from engaging in partisan political activities. Service members are, however, permitted to express their personal opinions on political candidates and issues in their personal capacity, in their personal capacity, but not in uniform. Lomir denied in, uh, intending to participate in partisan politics. Quote, I intended never, my, my, my intent never has been to engage in partisan politics, he said. I have a ri- uh, written, I have written a book about a particular political ideology, Marxism, in the hope that our Defense Department might return to being politically nonpartisan in the future, as it has honorably done throughout history, he told Military.com. The Air Force Academy graduate appeared on the podcast Information Operation last week to uh, publicize the book, in which he criticized Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's diversity and inclusion agenda. I don't uh, demonize the man, but I want to make it clear to both him and every service member this agenda. It will divide us. It will not unify us, he said. Now, Austin uh, instituted a 60-day force-wide extremism stand-down. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, get this. It's a 60-day force-wide. So uh, whether it be the Navy, whether it be the Army, whatever, force-wide, right? 
extremism stand down to determine how best to root out extremism from the military after the Capitol riot of January 6th. So this in itself could be a whole podcast just in itself. But just understand that what Austin is doing here is he's trying to get rid of anybody who thinks conservatively from the military. And he's he's using the riot of January 6th, which again, we can get into a whole thing there, but he's using that uh, as an excuse to try to uh, take people out who think differently than he does. Um, there were members, sadly, of the act, active duty force. Is this is this is uh, a spokesman, John Kirby? He's saying um, there were members, sadly, of the active duty force participating and espousing their uh, radical beliefs. Uh, and this is John Kirby, a, a Pentagon spokes, spokesman. We don't know the full breadth and depth of it. So they're on this witch hunt to go bully whistleblowers. Lomir said he was uh, asking, uh, he was asked to train his, his troops with extremism training and was given a 70 page booklet of talking points to do this with. The lieutenant commander said that the booklet opened with the Capitol riot and include examples of white nationalists that have been caught in some points in the last decade and punished for it and kicked out of the military or uh, a, a radical Islamic terrorist. The diversity, uh, quote, this is the quote, the diversity, inclusion, and equity industry and the trainings we were receiving in the military is rooted in in uh, um, uh, cr uh, crucial uh, race theory, critical race theory, uh, which is rooted in Marxism. Lomir said the, uh, the Space Force Lieutenant Colonel also criticized spokespeople at the Defense Department for saying the military has too many white pilots. They are, that's, that's what they're saying, that their military has too many white pilots amid a pilot shortage, of course, is they're saying this. Kirby denied making that claim, however, and the Air Force has proposed a, a ban uh, and, and a plan, actually, to increase diversity in the ranks of pilots. So he denies saying that, but his actions are showing something different, which includes recruiting, retaining, and removing barriers for minorities and women to become pilots, citing a diversity initiative in which service members read so uh, they, they read so you want to talk about race. Uh, this this is a terrible book, by the way, um, but they're they're uh, supposed to read this in which the U.S. is referred to as a quote white supremacist nation. Uh, that's that's what the U.S. The, the, again, these are military personnel that are supposed to read this book that is talking about how the U.S. is a white supremacist nation. Lemire told the Information Operation podcast that the young service members are inundated by a, a hyper-politicized work environment where diversity and inclusion initiatives are being pushed constantly in the military. Lemire uh, added that conservatives in the military who are willing to voice their opinions are painted as, guess what, 
Yes, you guessed it. Extremists. <laughs> Conservatives are extremists, right? Um, what you see happening in the in the U.S. military at the moment is that if you're a conservative, then you're lumped into a group of people who are labeled extremists. If you're willing to voice your views, and if you're aligned with the left, then you know, hey, then it's okay to be an active and an activist online because no one's going to hold you accountable. It's it's just it's so backwards. Uh, Republican uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw from from Texas, himself, of course, a a former Navy SEAL, said the military needs to prepare uh, service members for combat and told social media users to not let the story slip away. Uh, This is one of the reasons I wanted to do uh, this in in the podcast today, is that this is something that you're not going to see in a lot of places. Uh, this is a story that's that's that, that they're trying to hide because uh, it, it doesn't fit their narrative. And, um, and Dan Crenshaw is saying, hey, let's not do that. Let's let's talk about this because this needs attention and it needs to be brought out into the light. He says, quote, we need to be preparing our warriors to fight and win battles, not how to be uh, social justice warriors. Um, he says far left. Critical race theory is is taught while speaking out against Marxism, um, and and that is that's that's punished. Uh, I mean, it's this this is this is what's happening is that here you have an individual who is who is right in the middle of training uh, people in in the space force in this case, and and what's he what's he doing? He's seeing all of this stuff that's based in critical race theory, which is just and again we've we've talked about critical race theory. We're going to talk more about critical race theory, uh, you know, in the future, but it, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's flat out racism. It's teaching racism. And when we're teaching racism to people here in the military, it, they, they don't have, um, they don't have the choice whether or not they, they want to take this course there. There it's, it's not a college course that they can say, well, Hey, I'm just not going to take that one. What they're doing is they're having to sit there and they're having to go through this stuff because it is, uh, is forced onto the military as something that's real that that we live in in a in a white supremacist country that uh, that that racism is just inherent within our society and that is that's just a, a pile of garbage and so uh, when when this um, lieutenant colonel speaks out about this then guess what suddenly he's relieved of his duties because he's calling out these Marxist type of I- ideologies. Uh, Representative um, Brian uh, Donald, a Republican from Florida, uh, dubbed Lemire a hero for both his military service to America and defending the rights of the leftist mob, turning uh, turning to cancel him. Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lemire is a hero, not only for putting on the uniform every day to defend our nation, but also to defend the freedoms of of uh, of the leftist mob attempting to cancel him, Donald said. Critical race theory should have no place in our classrooms, armed forces, or country as a whole. And I would completely agree with that. Critical race theory is one of those things that was just kind of thrown around uh, on on campuses, college campuses, and uh, and 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 then suddenly 
it was it was picked up as something hey this is real this is actually actually a thing people started uh, you know race baiters they that were making money off of racism started picking this up and saying hey this is what this is what's really happening and suddenly it, it it's just exploded within our society and we're seeing it right here uh, in the military representative andy biggs a Repu- republican from arizona echoed the Florida Republicans sentiment of Lemire as a hero writing in the U S military quote, should be prepared to win battles, not being brainwashed with Marxist ideas. I mean, if if you have any kind of military training, if you, if if you have have been in the military uh, for any period of time, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. What, what the military is there to do, is to protect us. They're they're there to be ready. They're there to to, to uh, have the skills. Uh, what whatever whatever branch you go into, whatever um, you know area that that you're trained in, you are a highly trained individual in that area. And and you know, it doesn't have to be you know a sniper or whatever, but it can be. I mean these some of these uh, snipers that, that we've seen uh, that that can literally take uh, people out on other ships. Uh, in the middle of an ocean that's going up and down with with the waves, they can li- they, they uh, just just the the preciseness of which uh, these individuals can do their jobs is is just amazing. And yet, what are we doing? We're 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 literally doing we're li- literally doing social experimentation with them. And then when somebody starts to call that out, well, what happens? They get removed. So what is Space Force saying about all of this? Well, what they're saying is, quote, this decision was based on public comments made by Lieutenant Colonel Lomir in a recent podcast. A Space Force spokesman, of course, uh, as we said, told military.com, adding that an investigation has been opened on whether these comments contributed um, prohibited partisan political activity. How can it be that way? And even it, even if it was partisans in some way, it was on his own time, which is allowed, allowed by the military. A Defense Department official told CNN that the decision was taken uh, due to a loss of trust and confidence in his ability to lead. Okay, why would that be the case? Here's an individual that is has has the the courage to be able to do the right thing to come out and speak out to write a book to to uh, then promote that that book and to and to say hey this is what's happening the military used to be nonpartisan and now it's not now it is turned to be partisan and and what we need to do in order to have a good military is to to, to again come back to that nonpartisan uh, type of viewpoint. Uh, Lomir told military.com that he had consulted with his superiors and sought legal clearance before releasing the book. As we said, he said, I was, uh, appraised of the option to have my book reviewed at the Pentagon's publication and security review prior to the release. But it was also, but was also informed that it was not required. He said, so what is the White House saying about this? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I mean, they haven't said anything about it. Absolutely nothing. They're trying to bury this. And, and, and really, this, this isn't surprising, given their attitude, attitude toward this branch of the military. You know, this was one of Donald Trump's uh, babies that, that he, he uh, started and, and really brought to light. 
And uh, and so now that President Biden's in there, they they their their attitude toward it is terrible. Uh, he, here is Jan Psaki uh, when when asked about the Biden administration's thoughts on Space Force. This is what she said. Listen. They asked whether the president has made a decision on keeping or keeping the scope of Space Force. Wow, Space Force. It's the plane of today. Um, it is an interesting question. Um, I am happy to check with our Space Force point of contact. I'm not sure who that is. I will find out and see if we have any update on that. So, yes. <laughs> the the white house has not had any comment on it because their attitude is is, is, is toward space force is is exactly what you just heard it's demeaning you know what we need to do here let's just get right down to brass tacks here what we need here is is for you to let your voice be heard in support of lieutenant colonel lomir he he has the the courage to stand up for what is right. And we can at least have the courage to stand up for him. We need to be able to bring this to our, our senators and our representatives. We need to be able to, to, to say, you know what, this was not right. This, 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 um, this action that the military took to remove him from his duties was against everything that uh, should, that we should stand for as, as a military. It was. Uh, it, this is the type of individual you want in a leadership position. You want somebody with courage like this. You want somebody who is willing to take action and not just and not not just make his voice heard, but also make his voice heard. But not just that, but then put it into action. He literally wrote, wrote a book on this, going, "Hey, this is what needs to happen for our military to be able to be the best that it can be." And then and and then because he did that, and he followed every step, and he did everything just right, and because he did that. What happens? He's removed from his position. So we need to be able to stand up for him, just like he stood up for the uh, for doing the right thing in his position. And uh, you may agree, you may disagree. Uh, you know, I would definitely love to hear from you on that. And you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. You can go there. You can hear uh, the the different podcasts. You can uh, email me. I will person I, I personally will respond to each and every one. Uh, you can go there, and and we we have merchandise. We have new merchandise all the time. There's some really neat T-shirts and things. It's a great way to support the podcast. Uh, would love for you to do that. You can even just uh, hit the donate button and and do it that way if you have too many T-shirts. So anyway, please go to uncommonsensepodcast.com and uh, and thank you for listening.